Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Richie Thomas, a soldier's coach, coming to you with today's show, my top 10 lessons learned in the military. Let's go ahead and jump right in and roll that beautiful bean footage. All right, everyone. Hello again. This is Richie Thomas, the Soldier's Coach. So check it. I wanted to make today's episode about my top 10 lessons learned in the military. Um, there's not so much uh, traditional things like discipline and self-respect and all that. We already know some, some of those, right? So I want to kind of learn or really focus on some of the things that we don't really talk about or aren't really brought at the forefront, right? The, the respect and honor, those we all know what those are. Those are those inner values. They don't, they never really change too much. But I look at everything like everything is a lesson, right? People and, you know, situations and circumstances, like they're always in your life for a reason or for a season, um, you know, for a certain particular amount of time or to teach you something in particular. Some of our battle buddies are gone forever. We never see them again, but some of their lessons live with us forever and ever. So when I was thinking about, you know, some of the life lessons that I learned, um, it really has to, I could, I could write a book. Matter of fact, I did, I wrote two. <laughs> um, some of the things that I learned. So I just want to make a quick video here of some of the top 10 things that I learned in the military. So just kind of jump right in. So number one, this one sounds kind of rough, don't judge me, <laughs> is Kill the Boy. Um, there's a famous episode, one of the greatest shows of all time, Game of Thrones, don't judge me, the acting was superb. Um, there's a famous episode where one of the characters, Jon Snow, is, is confronted in this whole battle builds up and he's questioning himself and his ability and his leadership and the warrior that he is and one of his mentors told him quite frankly kill the boy in you and bring the man up to speed right bring them bring out the man and it, just, it was really fascinating to me because you know a lot of shows and you know <laughs> one of my coaches shout out i see you kansas uh, said it's not television it's tell a vision i was like oh wow that's deep and i'm going to use that Ding. <laughs> But how many shows bring messages to you? And I was thinking about when I joined the military, uh, the army sent an 18 year old boy into a man's war. So I joined the army 10 days after high school um, in 2001. And nine months later, I was in 9-11 happened happened 90 days later. And nine months after 9-11, I was then uh, boots on the ground in from Afghanistan. True story. I was there for six months. So I'm over there. You know, I'm 18, 19 year old kid, don't give a damn about nothing. I just signed up for the college fund and my world changed, obviously, like most people did um, on 9 11. Um, but I was just over there, just kind of lost mentally, all of this stuff. And I'm just kind of like, the military kind of forces you, not kind of, it forces you to grow up, right? You're surrounded by grown men and women, um, super focused, super detailed, uh, super disciplined, um, some not so much. Um, but it forces you to kind of man up, if you will, right? Man up or woman up, with all due respect. Um, so it's kind of like, you really have to take into consideration like who you are, where you are, but more importantly, like where you're going, but who do you need to like grow into to even get there? Like every different level of your life will essentially require a different version of you, a better version of you, level up, as they say. 
So kill the boy was tough. Um, Cause it's like, you know, you always got somebody poking and prodding at you, want more, do more, be better, push, 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 pull, 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 to grow you and push you. And you know, that there's that pain. There's like, yo, there's purpose in that pain, right? There's a, there's like this heavy, heavy story in your struggle. And so Kill the Boy is from the episode of Game of Thrones that always stuck with me. And I was like, wow, it was really, really powerful to me because it really resonated with me, you know, and everybody I know. I think about people I went to high school with or whatever in college. It's kind of like, man, I know the 16 year old then, but I don't really know who they are. I don't know the, I don't know the man they are now or the woman they are now. I know the boy of who they were, the girl of who they were. I don't know who they've grown into, right? what type of flower they blossomed into. So Kill the Boy was a heavy one to me. Um, I think that's the first, second, and third lesson for me, quite honestly, right? So Kill the Boy is number one um, for the top lessons learned in the military. On my second one, <laughs> a lot of this is mental. Um, there's always another level. I'm thinking about everybody's one of everybody's favorite motivational speakers, that boy, David Goggins, the ultra marathon runner, this crazy bastard. Um, runs a marathon on the way to a marathon, true story. Um, there's all, you always got another level to you, right? I'm done, I'm tired, I'm exhausted. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're tired, but you always got another level. And you know, being on rut marches and jumping out of planes at 5 a.m. and you know, there was always a next level to your life that you have uh, another gear inside of you. And the military really forced me to kind of see that next level in my life. Um, I remember, uh, so two years ago, maybe three now, um, a friend of mine signed up for this half Ironman race uh, in Augusta, Augusta, Georgia, right? Um, and I was like, oh, wow, what is that? And he was like, oh, it's a half, you know, it's a half mare, um, excuse me, it's a 2.1 miles, 1.2 mile swim, a 56 mile bike, and um, a half marathon. And I was like, all in the same day? And he's like, yes, all in the same day. It's like, you get to stop. And he's like, what's well, a race? You can stop, but it's a race. I was like, I would like to go to there. So that's what I did. I tried a uh, half Ironman uh, in Augusta, Georgia, two, three years back, just to see. Um, and everybody's like, aren't you worried? Like, have you ever trained for that? Have you ever done it? And I was like, I got a year to train. It took me nine, 10 months. Um, but I never swam 1.2 miles. I never biked 56 miles. And I never run 13 miles. Not all ever and damn sure not the same day um but i just think to myself i saw pictures i started doing research i'm a nerd <laughs> i started seeing people like older like in their 60s and their 70s and a couple people in their 80s could finish this race so in my head i was like well i know i got another level if i see somebody 60 70 80 can do it i know i could do it I might not be first but i damn sure wouldn't be last and even if i was last i would still finish so when I think about what I learned in the military, like the military got me through that race. It's like, there's always another level. No matter how tired and how cramped you are, like dig deep and go. It's not a motivational, like it's just real. Like the fuck was I gonna do? Just stop in the middle of the race? I was exhausted, took a tea, took some Gatorade, some cramped uh, salt rocks and kept it rocking. It was a mental thing, right? But I learned that in the military. Keep going, keep going, keep going. You always have another level. It's just real. Cool. So number three, um, <laughs> whew, this goes back to number one. The number three is okay to struggle. And but quite frankly, I felt like, you know, the first two, three, four, maybe five years in the military, it was just like, dude, it was just like Mike Tyson, right? Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. And this kind of felt like life constantly was just like, bow, 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 boom. So learning to kind of 
pull the pain from the, you know, the, the purpose to the pain, if you will, or what's the story in the struggle, or you know, turning your wounds into wisdom, that type of thing. Like learning how to deal with, like the struggle is part of the story. And the military like forced that on you. Like, man, these barracks are shitty. You know what's worse than the barracks? The damn food in the calf. I'm like, damn, this is what we're supposed to be eating? And then you get your paycheck. I'm like, why did I sign up for this? No, for real. <laughs> but I had to, you know, learn and practice patience. You know, if I was given a million dollars, I couldn't necessarily handle it. You know, I had spent all my money in deployment money. I had you know acted frivolously or irresponsibly with, with things so you know i couldn't be trusted with a lot because i would misuse it so i was struggling and struggle this shit is so corny but it's so real but struggle builds character and i was like you know the first two or three years you're in the barracks and life sucks and it's kind of like why am i going through this purpose in my life and it was like to kind of teach you to kind of grow up right it's again kill the boy reference to number point one but learning um, to be okay with the struggle is, was big because it kind of felt like, you know, I'm 20 years, um, graduated high school now, and 13 years out of the army. I'm looking back like, man, that struggle was phenomenal. Um, I didn't certainly appreciate it when I was going through it, but a struggle is a part of the story. And you really just, like, you can't get around it, man. If it wasn't for the darkness, you would never see the light. You would never see the stars. You would never see the moon at night if it wasn't for the dark. Um, again, I didn't necessarily like it when I was in it, but going back, I'm like, wow, it was okay to struggle because it taught me something, right? The people that I hated, the people that I still want to fight to this day, son of a bitch, <laughs> right? They taught me something. They pushed me, right? Going back to point two, pushed me to another level, taught me how to be more patient. They taught me how to love, right? Sometimes the hardest people in the world to love are the ones who need it the most. So uh, those type of things, but learning that a uh, struggle is a part of the story, learning that it's okay to struggle, big, big lesson learned in the military. Number four, team, team, team. If you're going to win in life, uh, you need to, you have to have Hall of Fame teammates push you, pull you to the next level of your life, right? Tom Brady, surrounded by Hall of Famers. Michael Jordan's greatest of all time, surrounded by Hall of Famers. Anybody who's ever won surrounded by Hall of Famers. You need a team. We have this awesome team in the military. You leave the military. Many people struggle because they lose their team. They lose their coach. They lose their system. Who's your coach? Who's your team? Who's your system? The importance of team is phenomenal. You need a financial team. You may need a team to build your marriage. You may need, may, may need a team to help uh, be a better parent. You may need a, a coach team to keep the weight off in the gym, right? And I'm certainly guilty of that. So you need to surround yourself with world-class players. Iron sharpens irons. That's a real thing. So the importance of team really resonated with me because when I took the uniform off in 2007, I was struggling by myself. Like we learned to struggle in silence because in America, especially in the military, asking for help is like a sign of weakness. So the importance of having a team to hold you accountable is end all be all. If I go to the gym by myself at five in the morning, I might hit that snooze button a couple times. If I join a gym and I pay a guy um, to coach me, train me, and he's there at 5 a.m., I'm more likely to get up for that accountability. So having a team is everything, right? 
Um, so who's your team once you decide to take the uniform off? Big lesson there. Uh, point five, already kind of, or number five, already kind of gave it away. Um, but the importance of having a coach. So again, every championship team has a Hall of Fame coach. Nick Saban, um, Davo Sweeney, Urban Meyer, Phil Jackson. I mean, you name it. Anybody who's won more than one ring, championship in any sport, Hall of Fame players are surrounded by Hall of Fame coaches. Who is your coach? Who is your coach? Who is your coach? Once you decide to take the uniform off. So learning the importance of having a coach in every area of your life, again, in finances, in, in marriage, in parenting, uh, in, in physical, right, gym, um, career. We focus way too much on the career piece, but you need a coach in every area of your life. Somebody who can push you to the next level, right? Can't necessarily see the picture when you're in the frame. So the importance of having a coach is really instilled in me in the military. They did a phenomenal job of surrounding you with coaches and mentors. So having a coach is everything. Cool. Number six, <laughs> presentation. This is funny uh, in one story. I had this guy, um, E7 type, right? Sergeant first class. And we'll just say Sergeant first class A. So he had a horrible reputation. Um, he was a uh, half-ass he wasn't good at his job. He was a great soldier, but he was a horrible like uh, at, at productivity, right? So he's really good at playing soldier, you know, hard nose type old school type of dude. But his work quality sucked, and I'll never forget this. Uh, he told me one time. He said, "I know I'm not that good at certain things, right? This was a, he was a, we're in the IT department, and he told me. But the secret is when I walk into a room, when I walk into a building." I present myself as if I own that building. I present myself, I walk into that building like I own it. I walk into I, that building like I own the motherfucker. And people take you serious, right? He's like, you never get a second chance at a first impression. So when I walk in there, I walked in there like I owned it. And it made me laugh, this dude's a clown. But I was like, but he's kind of got a point. Like people don't really question you if you walk in there, confidence, right? When you see yourself, when you sell yourself, when you brand yourself as a leader, as an expert in business or in life, I mean, they tend to give you the benefit of the doubt. Like you must, you have that confidence, that that, that swag, as they say, right? Um, but I learned that from him and it made me laugh because I always thought I had some, but his was like next level. Like, dude, your work was trash. You couldn't tell him he didn't run that building, right? And he did, to be fair. And you know, everybody would be like, kind of pick on him, like, he had to go back and clean up some of his work. But I think it was funny. It just again, it was importance of uh, again mentally and the confidence to present yourself, uh, you know, to the marketplace as an expert, as a leader in whatever you do. Your work should back it up. But he was that body language and to to present yourself appropriately as the champion, as the warrior that you really are even when you take that uniform off. So presentation uh, was a funny one to me. I always think of him uh, back then. Shout out to Big Sarge. Um, number seven, um, fulfillment over finances. A lot of people say, yo, you didn't join the military to get rich. You won't become a millionaire in the military. Kind of disagree with that. 401k is a real thing. Index funds over 20 years. Um, but everybody put that uniform on, uh, you know, whether it be oh, lack of choices in my neighborhood or my city or my community. But the reality is you didn't have to stay. So I feel like if you wore that uniform, like you're a hero, right? And not all heroes wear capes. 
So if you take that uniform off, like to me, again, like Black Panther and Chadwick, you know, Bozeman, rest in peace. So he took the Black Panther uniform off. We still saw him as a, our hero, right? We still see him, you know, Christopher Reeve, rest in peace, right? He took the Superman outfit off, like we still saw him as Superman. When people take the uniform off, like you're still a hero because you put your life on the line for somebody else. You didn't chase finances. You didn't try to go work at Wall Street. You didn't go try to chase some six-figure paycheck. Like you put your life on the line for somebody else. Your city, your country. You know, my country doesn't love me. Sometimes you have to learn to love people until they learn to love themselves, right? That can be a person, place, or thing, right? But the fact that you uh, put somebody else's life over yours—that's a big fulfillment thing for me. So I, the life lesson there was. Uh, the importance of fulfillment over finances was big, big, big for me. I loved being part of something that was bigger than myself. That's what I loved. Number eight, um, <laughs> financial. Um, good, bad, no, so ugly. Um, part, uh, particularly, I'm talking about my deployment money that I blew. That 15 grand that I came back with in 19 in 2001 good god so <laughs> learning the importance of finances i can't get mad at that 15 grand that's gone i put 2500 down on a dodge intrepid i swore it was a bentley and um i don't know where the rest of that money went after 90 days but i look at that that's a fifteen thousand dollar lesson right i learned the importance of not managing money the right way or not having enough or only having one source of income so the financial lessons there were abundant you know you go to any deployment and you come back and the base is full of uh, motorcycles dodging you know now it's dodge chargers and ford mustangs right so the importance of kind of looking to the, your it was like your intro level your base level to manage your money you see what other people were doing right what they were doing wrong but that was like the intro level of how to manage your finances right everybody wants to secure the bag but we're never really taught how to manage the bag we're never taught financial education and i learned that greatly um, in the military so the, the significance of uh, managing your finances is number eight number nine is standards and accountability at the end of the day there's no other way to say it but everything you do bears your signature a certain level of standards a certain level of accountability don't like to half-ass certain things especially not the important things but at the end of the day didn't want to embarrass myself my family um, because of my standards within accountability again you never get a second chance at a first impression so when they saw my name uh, assigned to something um, they knew it was done the right way shout out to charleston south carolina my home cool that wasn't just an army lesson it's a life lesson and number 10 is mental there's so many different ways to say it but at the end of the day um, we become what we think about and the military really taught me how to just bottom line be a tough sob you got to tough it out mentally, physically, spiritually, whatever. You know, a lot of times we are trained for the combat battlefield, but not the mental and emotional battlefield. We're taught for the combat battlefield, but not the financial battlefield, right? We're taught for the combat battlefield, but not the you know economic battlefield. But you have that, that warrior mentality, that warrior spirit, that soldier in you. I mean, you are always a soldier, but you're really a business professional. But you have that mental toughness to take it to the next level right so mental 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 um, was everything we become what we think about as i said um but if you see yourself and you sell yourself and you brand yourself as a leader a successful a lot of times you can you have that in you anyways and the military taught us uh, how to mentally push through 
with that um, asset there. So cool. So those are my top 10 lessons learned while in the military. Um, man, I could probably do 10 more, right? Learn so much, <laughs> right? Probably do it after, after dark series one time. Cool. All right, folks. So that's my time. Again, my name is Richie Thomas and I'm a soldier's coach. And I'm reminding you that you're forever a soldier, but you're really a business professional. And I'm saluting your mind, body, and soul. And I would tell you peace out, but the reality is most of y'all need peace in. Thank you. Boom. <laughs>